0: Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 22 of the Drunken Boxing Podcast. I can't believe that I have already released 22 episodes of this podcast. Time has really flown, but I must say I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to all my guests so far. And I hope you all have enjoyed listening to these conversations as well. Alright, let's get into some general news. On the Mushin Martial Culture YouTube channel, I have released a fifth Bagua Zhang 10-minute primer video which further introduces foundational basic skills, including the basic stepping method. So head on over and check it out. I also released the final episode of the 1993 historic Zhang gathering that occurred in Beijing. I hope to start a new interesting project soon, so keep your eyes open. Also, after many requests for some Mushin merchandise, I decided to design a couple of items. The underlying idea is to have something that presents aspects of the martial culture authentically, while at the same time being aesthetically pleasing and somewhat hip with today's times. I want to create things that you would be proud and happy to wear in public. So, so far, I have created two different T-shirts. The first one is an ode to Shingi Quan and particularly its famed master Guo Yunshan’s half-step Bungchuen technique. So the shirt features an image of this technique, along with the famous phrase, Da which means undefeatable crushing fist. The second item is an ode to the great master Sun Lutang. I was inspired by Warhol's modern art and created something based on that. There is both a t-shirt and a poster available of that design. In both cases, I have tried to make the designs both eye-catching and meaningful. So go on over and have a look. The links are in the show notes. Also, support for the podcast is highly appreciated, which you may pledge through the Mushin Martial Culture Patreon site. Apart from the general support tiers, there is a third tier, the Hua Jin tier, which is the online learning tier. Here, you have the ability to study the arts of Xingyi Quan and Ba Zhang from me. The current library of lesson videos is already substantial and continually growing, and there are other benefits included to assist you to develop and grow in the practice in an extremely productive manner. If you like what you have seen from my primer videos, you will truly enjoy the learning program's deep content. The Patreon site may be found at patreon.com forward slash Culture. That's all one word, Mushin, martial, culture. Again, the links are in the show notes. Let's get into today's episode. My guest today is none other than Mario Napoli. I heard about Mario many, many years ago. He rose to fame due to the fact that he was the first and the last non Chinese to enter the Chen Village Push Hands Championships and win. After he did this, aspects of participation were changed permanently to avoid such things from happening again in such a manner. He truly did shock everyone with what he did there and he has always been an advocate of the practical aspects of Taiji Chuan training. He has also not been scared to voice those opinions whether in person or online over the years and he has had to back up his opinions physically on more than one occasion which he did successfully. That competition in the Chen village was in the year 2000. Mario's study of the art of Taijiquan was through his teacher, Stanley Israel, who was a highly respected judo teacher in New York in the mid 20th century. And his skill in the art was well known. However, Stan met the famed Zheng Manqing or Chen Man Ching, who was a highly acclaimed pioneer in the USA who taught Taijiquan in New York. Stan was instantly impressed with his skill and started his study of Taiji Quan under him. It was from this solid base that Mario began his study in the art, which took him to achieve what he did. Incidentally, Sam Message released a series of Taiji documentary episodes called Taiji People, which he filmed in the early 2000s, but he only made them publicly available in the last year. The first episode of this series features Mario, and it is a great episode. The link to the episode is in the show notes. I enjoyed this conversation with Mario a lot, as he recounted his path, as well as his ideas on the practice. So, let's get right into it. I give you Mario Napoli. Alright, uh, welcome to the Drunken Boxing Podcast, Mario Napoli. I'm really happy we finally got around to doing this. We've talked about it for a while, so I'm glad we got around, and thanks for your time. Welcome. Uh,
1: glad to be here. hope it uh, works out, and uh, we'll all have a lot of fun
0: yeah that's the point of all of these that's the point of these usually i do these in person of course um i would have uh, liked to have done this in person sometime in new york with you but with uh with uh, coronavirus and all of that we we just resort to to voice in
1: person never yeah. happened yeah <laughs> that way
0: it's well at, at least we could have had a beer together if you if that's your if that's your kind of thing so yeah
1: Boy- a, beer, a glass of wine. I mean, I had a long day today and uh, I'm exhausted. I can't even see anymore, but oh, okay. uh, that's not.
0: <laughs> All right, good. Well, for, I mean, I've, I've, of course, a lot of the, older, the people that have been involved in the Chinese martial arts and particularly Taiji um, for a longer period of time are familiar with you. But some um, some people obviously wouldn't wouldn't know a bit about your background, etc. So maybe you can give a brief uh, a brief introduction to yourself and your background.
1: Well, uh, background. Uh, I mean, I started this. Uh, well, I, I I did karate for a long time, mm. uh, but then uh, I I think I started Tai Chi in the mid. 80s i think early to mid 80s mm-hmm. but i don't count those because when i met my teacher i believe i met my teacher at 88 right and that's when i count my taiji training because everything when i met him uh, kind of fit into place from day one and then it took him about two three years i think to, to get rid of all the garbage that i had in my head right of uh, right. You- uh, Taiji, is this philosophical or is this magical and uh, no strength, uh, no force, or, you know, uh, no, no muscle, whatever, you know, all this stuff that goes around. No human so being. It took, yeah, it took him about two, two years to, 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 to get rid of all that junk. Even though I understood him for day one, uh, all the uh, belief system or... What I took to understand, they kept coming up, and I remember once we were having a conversation, and he says to me, Mario, I go, yes, yeah, Dan, what's up? And he goes, Why are you so confused? Uh, now and I who, looked, at
0: who, who is this teacher? Because you haven't mentioned who he is.
1: Yeah, well, he's not well-known, I don't think. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, he's known by people who know him, and he's definitely well-known in the Judah community, in, in, especially in those years. His name is, uh, was Stan Israel.
0: Okay.
1: He was a, uh, one of the senior students of uh, Chang Man Ching. Okay. And uh, he had a strong background in judo. Actually, he, he, uh, one year, he, he, he almost won uh, the nationals wow. here in the States in judo. Uh, he lost to a fella that right now escapes my mind. But he, didn't lose, he lost him not on points or anything like that. Mm. He lost them because he tied. And the way they used to do the things in those days in the 60s, uh, Dick Walters was his name. The reason okay. why I mentioned Dick Walters, because he's very famous in those days, ju- judo guy. Right. And he was a student of Ishikawa. Ah. And, and so we're talking about, you know, big deal. Right. And right. the only reason why he lost to him is because they tied, they went to overtimes and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, mm. then they they counted all the points. That they had in the prior matches, all the points against them or whatever, mm. and uh, Dick Walters, I think he had a half a point better than him. Oh, I see. And that's not uh, awarded the match. So it's like but a tiebreaker,
0: he, but it's not based on exactly. anything that not, occurred in the match.
1: Walters, he did not lose to him, and he, right. he, that bothered him because you always, always, would always mention it. You would always say, "I got him up. I had a, I had him up. I just didn't turn enough." Right. Because he felt if he turned them, he would have knocked them down and get the, you know, get the win. Mm. So, you know, he was a, a very uh, decent judo player. And also, during those years, there was an influx of judo teachers in the tri-state area. Mm. These young, strong, uh, super-duper college uh judo players yeah so his judo really came, went up after that so his mentality was always from there his taiji came his I- taiji idea how to, how to play how to get better at it uh, was like you know taiji with a japanese attitude with a japanese mentality so so he so his, his the-
0: basis and his core was mostly judo so he took up taiji later
1: Yes, yes, ah, yes. He okay. took up Tai Chi later. Of, uh, one, a friend of his told him to go and meet uh, Man Ching. Mm. He, he really didn't want to. He told me that he had no interest.
2: Right. But
1: his friend kept annoying him. And then uh, he said, listen, if you come, I'll buy you Chinese dinner. And that's the reason <laughs> why. And, uh, you know, then he was there, and then his friend kept annoying him, saying, look, you know, why don't you push with the old man? Why don't you push with the old man? Mm. And he really did not want to, and he told me, you know, I got very upset at my friend because, you know, he was putting me in a bad situation. Here's this old man, Mm. and, you know, I'm a young, strong guy, and, you know, oh, hold on, sorry. No problem, go ahead. Let me get rid of this. And... uh, you know, he was very upset at him. And then, you know, they say, look, the old man is going to lose face. He knows about it. He wants to play with you, so forth and so on.
2: Right. So he says, all right,
1: finally did it. And he told me as soon as I put my hands on him, he goes, you know, I was in trouble. I knew I was in trouble. I, I, I think his, his exact words was, he was old, holding me up and I was uh, near to a precipice. And all he had to do was let go of me. And I would fall in the precipice. What was the size
0: difference between the two?
1: Oh, big size difference. So that's very impressive. I think Stan uh, in those days was a good uh, 185 uh, fighting weight. You know, not just 185 regular human being weight, Mm. but 185 uh, fighting weight. Because he did a lot of tournaments. He loved tournaments. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was maybe 23 or something, 24, I don't know. Wow, And Man Cheng was in the 60s. And, you know, maybe 140, 145, 150 tops, you know. Right. And he goes, uh, and and he started laughing. And then everybody kept telling him, why don't you push him? Why don't you push him? And his answer was, you guys don't understand. I can't push him. And it's not, try, try. He goes, no, you don't understand. I can't push him. I cannot push him. And he goes, that's when I decided to learn from him. Actually, he told me, this story. And he goes, you he always heard of uh, Mifune, the sure. famous uh, judo Mifune guy. Yeah. And in those days, uh, the word going around was Mifune, the empty shirt, Mifune, the empty shirt, you know, the empty jacket. Yeah. And he goes, heard about this empty jacket, but he goes, I have never felt it. And okay. he goes, when I touched the uh, man chain." He goes
0: uh, I got an idea what an empty jacket man Mifune if, if I mean some of the listeners here would, would are not familiar there's actually a video of Mifune in his old age taking on uh, a bunch of high-level black belts and uh, exactly it looks like that half of the half of the throws that he's executing or counter throws look unbelievable because they're so light so effortless and and the guys that he's he's uh, the judokas that he's he's fighting with are all strong, young, aggressive guys. And uh, Mifuna is just making it look easy. So uh, you can see that on YouTube, actually, that that uh, that video.
1: Exactly. And that's what he told me. He goes, uh, that's, uh, he, he figures, uh, uh, this is something to look into. Mm. And he started, uh, you know, uh, learning from him. And he never regretted it. But he never stopped doing judo. Uh, okay. He always kept. Uh, he always kept doing both of them, and then actually, uh, when he knew that he was going, you know, when he was going to the nationals, and he assumed uh, that Dick Walters was the strong guy to beat, mm. that's when he went to Ishikawa, because you know, uh, stands from New York, and Ishikawa mm. in those days teaching in in, uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay, and he goes, you know, in order for me to find out who this Dick Walter is. I got to meet him. I got to play with him. I got to know what my competition is. Mm. And that's when he started going and on the weekends. He would go to Philadelphia. He would drive three, three and a half hours, whatever wow. it was, and then come back uh, Sunday night. Wow! Just And that's when he met Ishikawa, and he fell in love with Ishikawa. Wow. Uh, he said Ishikawa was the man. You know, He, was, he loved him from head to toe. He goes, he was unbelievable. And he equated Chicago to mention. Okay. Yeah. So
0: it makes sense that he wouldn't give up one or the other because a lot of the times, and this is, I think it's something that um, Chinese martial artists, but I think any martial artist has, they keep thinking that it's about style superiority and they kind of forget that these styles are, they're not islands. They're not just separate islands that are totally disconnected and have nothing to do with one another, but they're, they're mostly styles are just a different perspective on the same thing. They're just looking at the same thing, which is human conflict and and methods of 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 combat from different perspectives so having more perspectives is a good thing so i would say that somebody who has a judo background and he meets a good taiji teacher is going to have a better perspective on human combat he's not going to sit there and say okay this is better and now i'm not going to do that anymore i mean of course at some point we we decide what is better and worse technique but it's not really so much about styles anymore at that point so that that's very
1: he he said the since he met man Ching and he, and he, and uh, he loved what he felt he said he wanted he used that to improve his judo and then yeah. eventually came came to the conclusion that they were the same one and the same uh, whether you know one uses the jacket and one does not use the jacket he goes to principles were the same yeah. and then if you look the principles of a Kazushi, Tsukuri. Mm. It's the same thing uh, with the Taiji neutralizing, you know, they have all these Chinese names that I'm not uh, uh, interested in uh, remembering them, but they're, they're basically the same thing. the are neutralizing, right. they're taking the, uh, taking the balance uh, out, uh, putting the person in a precarious uh, position. So where uh, you, you attack in, in Taiji or you throw in Judo, It's basically the same thing. And I think that's what it's meant eventually. That's what I come to realize. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the English terms that they use in Taiji are things like uh, uproot and off balance. Well, that's basically Kuzushi. So uh,
1: Exactly. That's exactly what it's. It's exactly the same idea, the same exact mentality in how to approach uh, a, a situation whether you want to attack or you're being attacked and how to not use force against force, if the guy's faster, stronger, mm. or whatever, you've got to use uh, tools to try and figure the thing out, and judo works the same way. Right. Uh, when we go back in Taiji, for some reason, uh, and I think it has to do, in my opinion, there's no tournaments. Yeah. There's, there's no competition. You, you know, you you talk to Tai Chi people, they say, ah, the metal, the metal, I don't care about the metal. Metal has nothing to do with it. Who cares about the metal? Yeah. It is finding bodies to play with, finding bodies to give you trouble, problems that you can solve. And it has to be uh, full contact And the idea that he's got to give me full force for me then to... Uh, figure out how to evade, move, get under, neutralize them, unbalance him, tip him mm. to do my job. Yeah. And this is missing. Gee.
0: Would you say it's just competition, though, in your opinion? Wouldn't you say that even the idea that... I mean, because we've we got to give credit to Jigoro Kano for, for systemizing the older styles of, of jiu-jitsu... But then also understanding the importance of randori, which is basically free fighting. Yeah. So well,
1: yeah, you, you have right. You, you got competition and you got randori, but that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, in randori, it's a competition in your own school. Right. Uh, uh, Tournaments, shiis, is competitions outside of the school. Okay. With so other people, two yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean by competition, obviously outside of your out of your house. But also inside your house,
0: very important, you know.
1: And they don't, They, they and also because Tai Chi with the philosophy, it attracts the older crowd, which I understand. All the older people uh, uh, don't 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 want to get thrown or slammed and stuff mm. like that. And and Tai Chi, if it does attract the young the, the young crowd, it's usually in their thirties, but they're interested in the philosophy. I mean, I've. Uh, I, I I I've been doing this for so long now that I, I met all types of people, of course. and even people who think that they want to do a strong Tai Chi. You know, I remember when I went to Europe, I started teaching in Europe. Everybody kept telling me, "Oh, this is it! This is great! This is the Tai Chi I've been looking for, what I wanted." And then three months later, they stopped coming <laughs> uh, because I played a, I played a hard game.
2: Yeah,
1: I uh, I I remember in Italy, I started out with like. 20 people we ended up uh, in like in less than six months with four people and then yeah. uh, people would invite me to teach and then they stopped inviting me <laughs> but they, they, they said they wanted that game you know what I'm saying
0: I think they, people they they people think they want something until they get that something and they realize they maybe didn't really want that thing
1: yeah because it's work it's yeah. hard And it's achy muscles, achy body. And then you don't want to go the next day because, oh, geez, I got to do that. I just worked this morning. And uh, uh, so Tai Chi is, you know, very, you know, uh, in Europe, all I found was this kind of people, except for uh, in Scotland, I met a guy named Dan Doherty. Mm. Oh, he and I got along very well with uh, our approach of how this should be done.
0: Right. And, you
1: know, I find him and some of the students excellent, you know, because of the idea of, again, competition for contact.
0: Well, he's, that and name he, rings a bell. I mean, he's, he's, is he somewhat the same Dan Doherty that's quite well known in, in the circles today?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he, he was a uh, he's a Wu style player. I think so. And in England and uh, Ireland and thereabouts, uh, mm. he has uh, strong people, and I, I really enjoy them because, again, uh, uh, I think he took he took Tai as uh, more of a competitive spirit, mm. uh, fighting spirit. Uh, than uh, you know most Taiji people who do again uh, nothing against the philosophy nothing against the uh, jumping and nothing against uh, the cooperative play mm. I mean to me, TG, to me taiji is uh, it's like judo and aikido Judo okay. uh, the, you Aikido, know, they're basically the same thing yeah. the difference is in aikido this cooperative play in order for aikido to function work and do whatever the philosophy of aikido is i'm not knocking it in any way Mm. is to have cooperative play Mm. you have uh, a a a certain attack and you know what the certain defense has to be and then you have judo which is basically you know like aikido but the difference there is you don't have cooperative play
2: Mm.
1: you have Say randori, where I'm trying to knock you down, yeah, and I'm going to do my best not to get knocked down by you, and you know my my uh, my partner will do the same, and that's where you create an aikido like game, uh, or a judo like. Well, let me ask you
0: something. Let me ask you something just based on that. I mean, and and just be. I mean, you could you could answer this if you feel like answering it as openly as possible or not. But would you so say?
1: It doesn't mean I'm right it's just my opinion sure least, sure sure not. but, but let's say let's
0: yeah let's just say aikido had to add one more step to its practice and that would be randori like with full resistance do you think it would change the methods and the techniques that they teach in general
1: absolutely oh, yeah. if they continue with with the uh, atemi which is strikes it's going to turn it's going to turn into a uh, full contact karate Okay. Period. Or yeah. if they decide to do throws, it's going to turn into judo. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, it, can't, yeah. it, it can't go place else. Yeah, so it, no matter which, which way it decides to go, but if it goes full contact and they're keeping it a, at a striking level, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up to be like a full, full contact karate game. Mm. Or if they try to throw, then it's going to be a judo game. Right. And Taiji is the same thing. But for some reason, and I don't think it's ever going to happen, uh, it's, it's, it has become Aikido, for lack of a better word, you know. But and you see all these videos all over the place where people are jumping, you know, guys touching him, and the student is jumping. It's cooperative play. It's cooperative, and every so, even if the student doesn't know, it's cooperative. it's cooperative, right? Because he's giving out an attack, which the, the teacher already knows what's happening and how to deal with it. Which again, nothing wrong. I got nothing against Aikido. Mm. I actually did a little Aikido. Mm. I remember once I I had busted my knee, and uh, I couldn't do Tai chi. Mm. So you know, I, I said, well, let me go do Aikido for a while, and, and I had a lot of fun. Okay, because you're flying the place. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing. I was flying all over the place. It was beautiful. Oh, but nice. uh, you know. It wasn't uh, my cup of tea. Eventually, when I, I, I fixed my knee, then I start, I went back. I went back to judo because I figured, you know, now you know, and that's different. Now you got people who want to knock you on your ass. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: would you <laughs> when diff- when you were studying with Israel, was he teaching a particular Tai Chi class, or was he teaching a a, a class that was a combined judo with with his experience in Tai Chi all into one?
1: I think secretly, I think secretly, his, his idea was, because eventually, you know, there was three, four, five of us, you know, mm. strong kids or stronger we wanted to play his game. Secretly, he wanted us to, uh, to go into judo. And eventually, that is what happened. Mm. Uh, uh, my friends all went into judo tournaments and then started uh, doing more judo. Okay. So secretly, I think that's what he wanted to do. Okay. Uh, without telling that, you know, at that time, that, uh, you know, this was going to happen. He, he wanted, I think, for us to get the idea, oh, let's go do some judo tournaments. And we did. Mm. And, well, I didn't do it. Because I, I had my knee busted, but uh, all my uh, partners, playing partners, they all went to judo. And then when Stan passed away, and then we scored, we, we closed the school uh we all went to judo mm. and when i got my niece i went to i, I went back to judo okay uh, so yeah that's you know again this is before the ufc the yeah. brazilian jiu-jitsu all that stuff
0: so w- were there yeah. any any other of uh chen Ching's students that you met apart from israel
1: yes i met a lot of them I, I, in new york you understand uh, and i'm friendly with many of them mm. Uh, So, I, I, you know, but uh, Stan was a little different. Again, Stan's mentality Mm. was, uh, you know, Judo mentality, for lack of a better word. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask
0: you. I mean, comparatively speaking, what were the differences between other students that had studied with Cheng Manqing and Stan? And you've you've just kind of answered that.
1: Yeah, completely different. Completely. The the only one... uh, who had a similar idea to Stan was a fellow named Herman Koz. Mm. He just passed away, but he was again. He had a strong karate background, and he was also a judo champion. I think he was a, a national uh, judo champion of uh, Hawaii in 1953 or something. Okay. So he he was also that way, wow. similar. But he was much older than Stan. So when I knew him, he was you know. He would just wanted to do Taiji and, you
2: know,
1: mm. not let people go crazy. Stand and kiss. Stand. The crazier you got, the more you woke up. <laughs> but I'll be honest with you. He would come to class and if nothing would happen, he would fall asleep. <laughs> and then he heard noises. And if you heard people slamming in the wall or being thrown, he would open up his eyes and he'd look. And if it kept going, then he would stand up, he would, he would walk over, and then for like you know, an hour and a half, he's there telling us what to do, what not to do, how to do it, how to do it better.
0: Oh, interesting. And maybe he's, he was a man out of time. Maybe if he was a, a, alive when the UFC craze was going, he would have turned out to be one of the, the go-to and, and one of the guys that, that was, uh, was developing and producing a lot of really high-level athletes at that
1: point. Without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, uh, he was really, really. Like I said, you know, he got lucky. He he came at a time when I told you these college super duper uh, judo expert came and uh, mm. stayed in New, the New York area. You know, they, they, I mean, they were great. One of them became my teacher, and he was uh, he was unbelievable, mm. totally unbelievable. And these guys literally ran the judo scene in the New York, you know, in the New York area, New York, New Jersey, Staten Island, all that stuff. Right. I mean, they were that good. And, and Ishikawa was even better than them. Wow. Because Ishikawa was actually, you know, he was an all-Japan uh, judo champion. Right. He tied uh, with the Kimura. But what happened is he he would go to Pennsylvania. But then they they opened a big gym for Ishikawa in Virginia. And you know, then it became uh, almost impossible. You you know, Virginia's a lot further than Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, right. So he stopped going. Yeah. So what
0: got you in interested? I mean, you did you went. You said you went to Taiji first. Um, if you don't want to say who your first teacher was or or, or whatever, that's also oh,
1: no, right. no, my 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 my, my, uh, my Taiji scene was the Chiang men Ching scene because that you know that's what you have in New York City mm. and. Uh, Uh, But again, they were into more or less what you see around uh, in the videos, YouTube, you know, relaxation and all that stuff, you know, everybody knows this and, you know, I bought it too because, you know, the magic, you don't use any strength, Uh, you don't need any strength, you don't have to use any force, you don't have to sweat, Uh, and people fly, you know, (laughs) come on.
0: It's a magic pill. On, it's the magic pill.
1: Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> and I bought the whole thing, you know, and actually what happened was I was bad at it. Okay. To be honest, you reminded me something. I was really bad at it. I was bad at Taiji. You know, I, I, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what they wanted. Mm. I, I didn't get it, and I actually quit.
0: Okay, were and you looking, like, though, but were you looking for, I mean, what, what, what... What was the initial reason? But I had
1: no problem with the magic. In those days, I had no problem with the magic. I just couldn't do it.
0: Oh, I see.
1: You know, I couldn't do the the magic. I was terrible at it. So I quit. <laughs> and you know, and then I met somebody, a friend of mine who was at the, at the school. He goes, hey, Mary, what you doing? Why didn't you come no more? Yeah. And I said, I can't do it. You know, I'm terrible at it. And he said, well, I got some people. You know, Stan's back. I mean, Stan was a name that you would hear around, oh, Stan was one of professors, better students, blah, mm. blah, you would hear that. And actually one of my uh, first G teacher was a friend of Stan,
2: oh, okay. and he
1: would often mention Stan, and saying Stan was great, you don't know how good he was, he could knock, he could, he could you know, so you would hear of Stan. Mm. And I hadn't met him two or three times for just hello and goodbye, nothing more than that. Mm. And he told me Stan's teaching again. I go, oh, geez, I'm out. Don't tell me I'm out of Taiji. I don't want to come back. <laughs> and I said, oh, jeez, what am I going to do? You know, so I said, listen, let me go. Actually, it was uh, out of, because I, I don't want my friend to get better than me, I think. Because I said, <laughs> you know, this, this stand guy is actually good. And, and I meet my friend again a year or two from now, and then he kicks my ass easily, you know. Right. I said, oh, let me go see the stand. <laughs> and let me see if he's real, you know. And so this way, you know, because I, I was out. Mm. And then when, when I put my hands on Stan, he was, uh, I knew I found the guy. I knew it right away. There was no doubt.
0: I would say that maybe you yourself were, I mean, whether you consciously knew it or not, were more practically oriented and were looking for some, something rooted more in that reality sense of practicality. And maybe that's what attracted you.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Believe me, the magic. Sounded great. I would do And and the magic would have worked, believe me, I would have been happy. But (laughs) uh, it's not that it didn't work. It's not that I I was suspicious of it. I was terrible. Mm
2: -hmm. I was
1: terrible at it. People kept yelling at me. People kept telling me I'm doing it wrong. People kept telling me I'm using too much strength. I'm using too much force. I'm not relaxing enough.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I, I left confused, bewildered, uh, you know, I said, listen, you know, I'm still young, mm. you know, you, you, I go out at night, I go to after hours club, <laughs> you know, what do I care a training, you know, and, and that was my idea.
0: Right. So you started with Stan and, and you were hooked. Um, I mean, I
1: can, I, I, first I,
0: I can believe and I can understand to a certain degree that a lot of people that teach... Um, martial arts, Chinese martial arts. They've got, they've got to keep their rice bowl full. So a lot of the time, I mean, you probably, you probably alluded to the Stan's method. Probably didn't have a hundred students because, you know, not not so many people would want to put up with that.
1: He didn't get paid. Oh, okay. It was all for free. Right. Uh, no money exchanged. Act. The only the only money that was exchanged was to pay for the rented uh, space right. and we would do that ourselves. Well,
0: that's very and
1: generous. Dime. And he goes, he wanted it that way. He goes, I'm free. I come when I come. I leave when I leave. Ah. I don't have to worry about this guy paying. I don't have to worry about, you know, liking this guy, and not liking that guy. He goes, mm. I'm a free man. I what i want you want to listen to me you listen to me you don't want to listen to me you don't listen to me because i come here i have a good time i relax Mm. i watch like what i see and that's how it started that's how it started and kept going there was never any exchange of money never got a dollar from us
0: Mm -hmm. but it could be part of the reason why a lot of tai chi apart from the reason that there's no um competitive aspect to training in general with Chinese martial arts uh, it could be part of the reason why it became so well uh, easy for people it's because well, that's what that's some masses
1: absolutely. want absolutely because people are paying you now yeah and you know if the guy doesn't come because it's too hard or there's a pain his is but you know he gives you the hundred bucks a month and uh, you, you know you gotta achieve, oh my god do it you know mm. I, I like Oh, but I can because you know uh, you know you got a few of these guys. and yeah. so what do you do?
2: Yeah.
1: A- and also the hard work. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, look, look what's happening um, even now. And I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's not. But you even hear it now with the BJJ crowd, mm. where you know, oh, it's it's tournament. It's not really self defense anymore. We used to do more. Now they got this. Uh, new ways of doing things which it works but you know if it's a self-defense the guy could uh, he could get punched he could not get punched mm. and you know and it's happening when when something gets uh, so popular i think you know it, it's born then it grows and then it dies <laughs> and that uh, yeah i think jujutsu seems to be going into that area where you know where where do we want to be but so, it's so popular nowadays you know yeah. and you know young yeah. kids are going in there you know the mothers and the fathers don't want the kids to get hurt and it's great yeah and now you know people who actually work for a living you know they got the nine to five maybe they're married they got a family you know mm. they can't afford that their back hurts their knee hurt you know yeah so you got to tone down not everybody wants to do you know these um uh, uh, you know, uh, uh of uh, jujitsu that you're having right now, you know, with mm. uh, Eddie Bravo okay. and uh
0: Submission the only
1: killer her, you know, yeah. with all these foot locks uh, <laughs> ankle locks, knee locks going, yeah. you know, they pop- knees are popping left and right now, you
0: know. <laughs> like popcorn. <laughs>
1: you know they, it's just the way it is that's why judo banned them because they were popping now now it's happening here yeah and you know you've got the you know the die hard people who really love it and they don't care and they get great i mean these these guys are fantastic they're, 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 they are unbelievable they're, they are true in my opinion uh, taiji masters yeah whether they be these players or these brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu players uh, they're, 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 Jew, they're taiji masters in my opinion
0: no I agree
1: uh, oh, you know they, they, they gotta you know they, 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 more schools means more people uh, but they're lucky because they get young people yeah, yeah taiji people are not lucky they don't get young people right yeah, so it's a whole different war game so bringing it back to taiji mm. taiji you know it's uh, it is what it is everybody has an opinion yeah and everybody gets to do it the way they want to do it Except for me, because I want to do it in a certain way. And I, ha- and I haven't been lucky.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I did try to teach it for, jeez, uh, almost uh, well, 20 years now, is it?
0: Yeah, it should oh, be something 15.
1: like that. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, you know, I started teaching it the way we were doing it. And then I kept simplifying it, simplifying it, simplifying it, simplifying. It, simplifying. Not because uh, you know, but because I, I I still wanted to teach it, you know. Right. And then eventually I was just teaching nice, uh, uh, you know, fifty five uh, and up, I and it was see. great because they all paid, and they all paid on time, you know? <laughs> Young kids don't pay, you know? You know how many people oh, I can't pay, I can't pay, I can't pay. But, well, is why always mean? But, but, you know, the, the, the older folks and, and, and the women, they all pay, you know? Right. Uh, but then a while, you know, I just, uh, I said, it's enough, me. I just can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. You went yeah, into, you went into, yeah, you went into competition, and that's another thing that, um, um, some of the people that are, have been involved for a longer period of time will remember and know about your background is that you actually went to Taiwan and competed. You went to Chin Village, Chen Go, and competed and won um, way back in the early days. And um, By the
1: way, I won Taiwan too, you know. Yeah. Not to Taiwan, but I won there too. <laughs> yeah, so, so this
0: is, I mean, this is just testament to the training method and to the to the to these, the teachers that you had and what they were imparting on you, but how did you, how did that come about? I mean, you were training with with a guy who, for all intents and purposes, wasn't directly connected with the Taiji community. So, how did it come about to actually go to these these events?
1: Well, 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 uh, we heard about this these tournaments happening in uh, uh, first of all in Virginia, but they were like once a year, mm. you know. So I went there, uh, but like let, let, Stan's idea, whether he said it or not, eventually it was clear, was for us to do judo tournaments. Yeah. But after I busted, my, well, first first I busted my shoulder. I got my shoulder dislocated <laughs> because a guy, you uh, and, you know, and he landed on me and he landed on my shoulders and we didn't have any mats. Yeah, We just had a floor. And you know, it just uh, you know, it popped. What, what did you have?
0: What what injury was it? Do you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by what injury?
0: What did you injure? Did you tear a ligament or was it? What what is? It? Do you, you know the specific? Did you have it checked out or you just let it heal?
1: No, I never had it checked out. I never had it checked out. Yeah. Uh, all I knew <laughs> is that I couldn't throw regularly for three years. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean and the reason I- why. I- I've been doing. I've been grappling for like six years, and I've had I've had the same thing, and it was exactly the same situation. I got taken down. I got thrown. I landed. We landed on each other with my shoulder, and I just I just felt this whole thing come apart, you know. And uh, oh yeah,
1: oh the pain was uh, the pain was like for oh, a year, yeah. unbelievable pain. And the reason why I'm saying it's a side thing, I couldn't throw for three years because we I used to work in a restaurant in those days. Mm. So to, to kill boredom or, or, to, or to drive each other crazy at work, if I was the bartender. You know, every once in a while, the, the, the waiters would throw things at me, you know, like, you know, uh, maybe a, a coffee bean or a, uh, an olive, you know, yeah. and I would throw it back at them when they were taking orders or whatever, you know, just to get <laughs> us, uh, and, you know, and not to get caught at the same time, you know, or trying to make the guy look bad. But now I can't throw anymore. So now I'm throwing with my left hand. And every once in a while, more often I would miss. <laughs> and it would get the table. And, you know, the patrons there would be aware of these things flying. <laughs> so that's why I, said I couldn't throw for three years. Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was, I, and I was handicapped for a while. <laughs> and so, that, but, so the point is, uh, the idea was to go to Jura tournaments. Mm. But, you know, first the shoulder went. And then the knee went. When the knee went, uh, then, then it was over. There was no more tournaments judo for me, you know. And that's when I, uh, you know, I said, well, let me do, let me do, you know, Taiji. And we heard about this uh, Taiwan tournament. Mm. So, you know, I, I went there. And, you know, it, it worked out. Everything was fine. Uh, I got to meet nice people and so forth and so on. And then the, this uh, Ch- China tournament came about. But it came about because... Um, People were saying, oh, the, 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 these guys are great. These guys are unbelievable. Mm. They break bones, you know. Ooh, when I heard break bones, I swear to God, it was like, uh, I got so excited, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, because I, 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 I believe there was a guy here, a student of Chen Wang or something. Mm. And he went with his students. And the, the students came back. And uh we used to have, you know, like I said, we used to have this. Uh, we called the the, the push hands club. We because we, we and a lot of people from other Taiji places will come to us. Judo people will come to us. Wrestlers will come to us. So you know, you would always get information. Mm. And these fellas came to us and they said, "Oh, we just came from Shihua, whatever." And, you know, oh, I, this guy broke his arm. The other guy broke his leg. The other guy broke this. It's crazy. My teacher went there. He won. But he only won the B division. Right. And I said, oh, all right. Well, you know, I got excited. And at the, in those days, I started getting to the internet. Yeah. And you, you hear about uh, these uh, Wong brothers. You know, I forget the names now, you know.
0: Where were they? Yeah,
1: they they they're like two brothers, you know. One, I forget what uh, what their names are. What the hell is name? I think, anyway, they're like famous. The father's famous. He's one of the five tigers or whatever, you okay. know. And they said all oh, day. And I, and I talked about it. I remember one of the guys. I, I think he was a student of that line, this Chen line. He goes, "Oh, this this fellow flip you like a pancake," you know. Oh, that that that's all he had to say. And then. Uh, there was this other crazy guy named uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Sigmund, Mike Sigmund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to have back and forths with him, and, and, you know, and he and he's talking about how great the Chen people are and so forth and so on. I said, I gotta go. I definitely gotta go now. Yeah, And that's how I got to go.
0: You had a bit of a history I, with Sigmund as well, both online and in person.
1: Yeah, it's about him. I don't care. But the point is, that's how <laughs> I got. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was a nobody. I met him once. I knocked him on his ass, and that was really it. That's how the fighting with Sigmund came about. Right? Because I knocked him on his ass. It's just, just a little thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess, and uh, so I used the internet to get his thing. But anyway, not the point. The point I was trying to make is that's how I got to know about this uh, Chen Village tournament. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. Mm. And when I heard bones, and when I heard flips, I had to go. I just had to go. <laughs> And I found out when the next one was. I got a friend of mine who spoke uh, Chinese. Mm. I said, Jesse, you're coming with me. (laughs) And uh, that's how that came about.
0: So there wasn't like an American trial and a group of people with a team leader. And it was all arranged from a central point uh, at that point, was
1: it? No, no, no. It was uh, me and my friend Jesse. There was another guy who helped us uh, We helped us, you know, navigate uh, how to get to the actual village because, you know, we had no idea. Mm. Uh, So we uh, but nothing, um, none of none of that at all.
0: Did any other Americans go apart from, I mean, apart from your, your, you and your friend?
1: No, uh, uh, to compete, just me and my friend Jesse.
0: No other Americans from other schools went to that event
1: not
0: that i know but i i i i uh no i uh, i mean you you're, you're, you're i don't know um your family's italian obviously i've got a mediterranean family too i can imagine what your parents or or relatives were saying uh, to you when you're like i'm gonna get on a plane i'm gonna go to china i'm gonna go alone and i'm gonna go to the middle of this village and fight with them they must have said are you are you crazy are you absolutely...
1: Ah, I was 40 years old. I'm a, I was a 40-year-old guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. I'm a 40-year-old guy. Who cares? All right. <laughs> I think I just uh, you know, I just took a couple of weeks off from work. I said to the boss, boss, I'll see you at the end of the summer. And he goes, you're crazy anyway. And what was and it was like? It.
0: What was it like when you arrived?
1: uh in which sense uh, well
0: all i mean it must have been a shock culturally uh you know or would well, you well
1: no because you know I'm, I'm not i'm not that much of a tourist guy mm. but i i enjoyed the food i enjoyed the food uh, i didn't like i didn't like the traffic
2: mm-hmm.
1: traffic was murder uh then we ended up at, at you know chen jiagao and that was fine I got sick, unfortunately, and that's that really screwed me up.
0: Also, from the food.
1: Yeah, that screwed me up. Uh, I, I think what happened was because my friend got sick too. Mm. Uh, what happened was we ate. Well, we, we ate at first. We ate at a hotel at Xi'an,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and we ate at a hotel. And you know, the, the food was a, tasted a little frizzy. You know, like like like. Uh, you know, club sort of frizzy. You know, oh, no. tasted a. It's
0: fermentation from some some age.
1: <laughs> I I don't know. It tasted a little, f- and I'll never forget this. Okay. Uh, it was lunch. After we finished eating, we went back to our room, and we both passed out. We we both woke up around eight hours later.
0: Oh shit!
1: You know, and you know our organs were still there, so it wasn't any you know I anything crazy. Mm. Uh, and then, the next day, we were going to uh, Chen Village, and we went uh, uh, with the train. Yeah. And since we didn't eat, you know, because we didn't, you know, we only had lunch, and the next day, I mean, so so we were hungry, and we were on the train, and they said, you know, there's a kitchen in the train. Mm. And we mm-hmm. went to back at tra- it. I mean, we're talking about the old train. Yeah, I you know. know with, 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 whole you know this wasn't a modern train of any kind whatsoever yeah and we ended up at this place that i mean you could see the great the grease dripping from everywhere oh, no. i mean it was filthy. <laughs> you could see the oil hadn't been changed in months for sure i mean <laughs> it was everything i mean the table i mean everything was bad yeah but we were hungry so we ate anyway <laughs> And uh, I think that's when we got sick okay. between uh, the hotel and what happened at the train. Uh, that's when we got sick because that's when you know the dysentery started happening. Yeah, and, and you know all that all that other crazy stuff.
0: And you still managed to so compete. You, you still managed to compete. It
1: uh, was not that hard. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that hard if I was doing well.
0: Right so you were were when you arrived there i mean there's the i saw some of your your the people that you you competed against i mean these guys some of them were towering above you some of them outweighed you so obviously there were no weight divisions was it no
1: no i I purposely i purposely wanted the biggest i i wanted the biggest people and i wanted the that fella that uh you know one of these two brothers uh, but but the both brothers were supposed to compete Mm. Again, I can't remember their names, but they're, they're very popular. They were winning all the time. Mm. I purposely wanted them. I wanted nobody else. And I remember, night you reminded me. I went there, and they, you know, I signed everything, and they said, "You go to B division." Yeah. I go. I'm not going to the division. I'm going to the A division. Yeah. And they said, "No, you must first go to B division." Oh, I'm going to A. I paid all this money. I'm going to A. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we screamed. They yelled for I don't know how long. And then eventually they gave me the A division. Wow! So I played, uh, you know, and you know uh, where you see on those things on top of the uh, lay tie or whatever it's called, because mm. the, the B division they were like um, it's a weaker, weaker division, a weaker crowd. Obviously. You know, the, yeah. Well, so I wanted the A, and they gave it to me. You know, I, I, I screamed, they yelled enough that they just said, oh, just give it to them. Because everybody, you know, they obviously assumed, uh, you know, one match and you're out. Right. So they, eventually, they they didn't care, but I cared. I wanted the biggest, and I wanted those two brothers. I wanted them.
0: <laughs> you came with a plan. You came with a target.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, i going old. Oh. From New York to China to do what to sightsee? No, no, I wanted the competition.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's a real that's a real fighting spirit. A lot of people don't have that anymore, and they're content to go and get a particip- participation medal, come back to their own countries, and say, "Look, I won this, and I'm this champion and that champion." And they know they didn't earn it, and they know they didn't do uh, what they think they were, or what they're telling people they did. And that's really dishonest. I mean, we're we're supposed to be martial artists, you know. So you really had the right. I mean, the mindset of a martial artist. And, um,
1: well, I don't know any of that. All I know is that I wanted them, and I wanted the biggest people because it cost me a lot of money to get there.
0: Yeah, well, that's so that's it. You know. As some people would take it the other way around, they're like, "I paid all this money to get there, and I've left without a medal." I mean, that's the the dumbing down and the weakening down of the martial arts society. I'm just I'm just speaking my own opinion here. People can agree oh, or disagree, oh. but um, that that's part of it too, you know. So. Well, what were the competitions in contrast to the Taiwanese competitions? Were they exactly the same format and rules, or were they completely different?
1: Uh, I, 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 I'm not good with rules and things like that. I don't like to read this thing. I like to watch, and then you know, I see what's going on, and then I can follow. Yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed the Chen Village more. Okay, because of the. St- because of the stage i enjoyed it more i love the idea that you can throw people out of the stage you know out of the platform uh-huh. uh, i think it made it more exciting right uh, um as far as level is concerned i think they were equal really i think they were well i but that they were, but i think there was more young, I saw more young people at the Chen Village. Okay. As far as the abilities, I think they were we, I mean, in those days, you got to understand, even though I had a bad knee and I had a bad shoulders, I'm still in great shape. Mm. And even though I, you know, I, I don't mean that negatively to say they were basically green belt players. Mm. One or two, I, I would say they were brown belt players. I will say that. Okay. I think both in Taiwan and China. And, you know, I, I think I'm giving them Correct credit when I say they were brown belt level. Okay, but mostly green belt just green belt level
2: right
1: there, there was Look I had dysentery <laughs> I couldn't well, really I couldn't eat I swear to God I couldn't eat I couldn't eat a bite I cannot explain it. I couldn't eat anything mm. I, I ate on the sixth day so for five days I didn't eat anything wow. while, I'm, while I'm going to the bathroom every five minutes and, and, and actually, the 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 lady, she goes, she gave me, I don't know, she gave me, it's like a rice gruel. Yeah,
0: porridge, rice porridge.
1: Yeah, yeah. that was the only thing I could eat. Yeah. But I found out about it on the sixth day, I couldn't eat anything. Nothing would go past my lips, no matter if it was vegetable. I tried everything, vegetable, fruit, because mm. I was hungry. I was starving. Of
0: course. Of course.
1: It wasn't that I wasn't starving. I was starving, but I couldn't put food in my mouth. I don't know what kind of bacteria I had, what kind of, I don't know what it was, mm. but I couldn't eat anything. Mm. I, and I was hungry. And, and when she gave me this rice gruel, it just went down. I remember I had like five or six bowls yeah. and I was hungry, you know? So, I mean, I was really sick and I was really weak. I mean, you know, that's what made it hard. I don't mean to sound like a wise guy, but if I wasn't sick, you know, it it, it wouldn't have been. I mean, it, I would almost say disappointing.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: well, then, then you know, Tai Chi people i are not as strong as they they like to think they are. That's. But again, that's- I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm so, I played I played with judo people. I played with the, um, you know, national players. Right. I played with young. I'm I'm, I'm a little guy. They, you know. Everybody's bigger than me, you know. Mm. I mean, judo, I play with wrestlers. You know, if you don't have your full concentration, you're going to get slammed. Yeah,
0: for sure, you know? for sure.
1: So, you know, I'm not trying to be a wise guy when I say they are well not win good, but I got to compare them with somebody. Right. So I compare them with the people that I played with, with the judo people I played with, with my partners, mm. with, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, with, the, with the wrestlers, you know, mm. and, you know, type of people. Whether it be Taiwan or China, they just didn't compare. I mean, I couldn't give them more than Greenbelt, even though, like I said, one, two of them, I, I would have given them brown belt level players. Okay. I mean, you could see that they had skills. And, and I remember when I played the the fellow that, that I won, you know, the brother, I could see that he had skills. Okay. You know, I could see. You gotta understand, I, I haven't eaten in five days. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm not exactly, you know, jumping up and down. Uh, with the... Uh, vitality, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right.
0: You said that you, that you fought with one of the Wong, those uh, purported Wong brothers. Was that the bigger uh, in the final or was it one of the earlier matches? It was the
1: final. It was the final. That
0: big dude. Uh,
1: no, the big dude, no, the big dude was the... Uh, before the final. Ah, okay. The real big dude, uh, I loved him. He was a gentle giant. What a beautiful man. Oh, beautiful man. Uh f- what i heard from him oh, because my friend you know like i said he speaks chinese he was a shuai champion yeah and a ig champion of uh, beijing he came from beijing okay he was very strong he was very strong there was no doubt about it. i don't think he was that skilled mm. but you got to understand he was so strong and i was so weak that you know, right you know, i i couldn't really i felt that the 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 one guy I think that's his name I forget his name mm. uh he was he was m- more skilled he was more skilled. okay but but the, that big giant was oh man he was so strong he was so strong he was unbelievably strong
0: yeah I think it was um sam message he he released the I don't remember the name of that series. Was it People of Taiji or Taiji People? Yeah, yeah,
1: same as my friend. Good guy, good guy.
0: Well, I mean, he. I think he only. It's only becoming. It's getting views since last year. I think he uploaded uploaded a few of the episodes, and particularly your episode. And I think it was just. It wasn't. It wasn't very long after you went to this competition, and it was.
1: Yeah, this thing was like twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> finally got around to it yeah
0: it's 20 years old right so he gave,
1: he gave me a call he gave me a call he goes Mario, I'm in New York I'm doing this thing what are you guys doing I goes we're not doing anything he goes I like to and I said well oh, there's a place a friend of mine has a place mm. we could go talk there you know that's a, a impromptu literally in a half hour. He happened to be in New York, and he gave me a call, and we did that thing in a half hour. Well, I really enjoyed it. I, th-
0: I, th- I mean, I, I liked that it was impromptu, because you really spoke exactly what was on your mind. and it's, it, I, I mean, obviously, it's a time capsule, so, I, I mean, you'd have to attest to if, you're, if your thinking is still the same today as it was back then. But I really enjoyed what
1: you had to say there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's when I had the enthusiasm. That's when I thought that... Uh, I could teach this thing, and there would be people interested. Like you know, yeah. I was, and some of my friends was. So I was very enthusiastic. Right, that right. I really wanted to, to. You know, the assumption was, you know, people will like this, and they would do competitions, mm. and people would get better. But uh, never, never matured. It
0: never materialized. Yeah, but you said something uh, in there. I think it was one of the first things in the in the video, which is it's. I really, I really, it resonated with me. It's something that I've been also a keen, you know, advocate of. You said that all of these other things—the health, the spirituality—they the, are side effects. They are side effects of yeah. the art, and yeah, yeah. And, and I learn,
1: I, learned, I learned, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
0: that's really important because I mean, and you know, for me, it's like you could say that it's a side effect, and people will still get you know, confused, they'll say, yeah, but I just want to practice the side effect, but you can't. It's like the side yeah. effects of a medication only manifest if you drink the medication, drink the medif- medication, right? So I can't get the same side effects without going through that process. And this is, it's really hard to explain to people, you know, like those side well, effects. Like, like, yeah. My
1: teacher, my teacher, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you, go go my, my teacher, they use the word byproduct. Mm. It's, I, it's even better uh, it's a better word than side effect I, I learned i must admit i i i got this from him i learned it from him Maybe. it's a byproduct you know if you want something you'll get things out of it but you don't go for this you go for the actual Thing. you know you, like, like let's say milk you know milk then you have byproduct you have cheese you have yogurt mm. you have all different types of cheeses and whatever, but you need the milk. You don't go for yogurt. You can't get yogurt without milk. You can't get cheese without milk. So it's a byproduct. And I think people, like you said, do misunderstand, you know, spirituality is a byproduct. Health is a byproduct. You get all of these things. How far you can get them, how deep you can go, is up to you and your ability. Mm. But the deeper you go, the more stuff you're going to get. Yeah. That I got from him, and I believe that totally. I still yeah, I, I think it's a
0: very valid point, and I think more martial artists, particularly Chinese martial artists, need to understand this. I mean, what you even said to me, um, like you went to Chen Jiakou, you wanted to go to the A Division, and you wanted to fight the best that you'd heard about. Now, that mentality could be called spirit, and that spirit is a result of your training. and. I don't want to talk about spirituality like tingling in your fingers and other things.
1: Yes, of course, of course, of course. And I understand what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I I, I mean, I, I don't know because I can't see it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I learned it from my training. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure I probably did. Yeah. But I see yeah. I, I, I mean, there's no way I can go to a place and not, you know, play the best right. that they've got. Right. It would make no I mean, it, it doesn't uh, register any other way. Right, right. And uh, I, I want to get beat up. Well, that's almost that's as if I want to get beat up. I want you to beat the living daylights out of me, and I'm going to do my best to stop you. Right. To me, to me, this is a, this is a, this is a. what I. You know, I don't know. I think when uh, stuff happens, you know, your brain like, shoots chemicals out or something. I don't know. You know. Because that's, that's it. You, you want the competition. You want it to be hard.
0: Well, that's it. You want
1: it to be. That's
0: it. I felt the same thing. I mean, I, as I said, I've grappled for many years and it's on the days that I get completely smashed that afterwards I just have this completely euphoric feeling for the rest of the day. And I'm like, man, I want to get back there tomorrow and get smashed like that again, you know, and
1: uh, and I don't, if you do get smashed. Then, then, there's some, there's something inside you that's not going to happen tomorrow. Exactly, not going to happen. Tomorrow. It will not. Uh, you, you got away with it today. Tomorrow, I'm coming after you. Yep. Uh, again, I don't know what this is to the philosophical people. Uh, Whether it's negative sadism, positive. that's what it is
0: <laughs> to the philosophical people. It's,
1: it's positive. <laughs> you know, there's no hate involved. No, I know. There's no dispute involved. There's uh, how do I beat this? How do I you know, how, how how does he get away with this? Yeah. How, what is he doing? You're going to figure it out. Yeah. And the only way to figure it out is if you practice. Right, right. Not if you think about it. Yeah. You know, so to me, it's normal. But again, maybe I've got it because I trained, I, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a byproduct that I got. I well, I'll be honest with
0: you. I've, I've interacted with a lot of people from a lot of different disciplines, not just Chinese martial arts. And the ones that actually went in and did the real hard, you know, resistance, combative training, all had the same mentality and all had the same byproducts, you know, and all had the same drive, spirit, determination and benefits in the rest of their life. You know, they were some of the most centered and, and, uh, and calm people that you that I've ever dealt with. Meanwhile, it's the other people that are not doing that that are preaching peace and sogginess and softness and harmony. That were the most. Well, they would flip out. They had character flaws that I can't yeah, explain.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So exactly, they're not tempered. They're not tempered. They they they, they let the emotions uh, rule, rule them. They let the emotions run them.
0: Which is totally. And ironic. It has to be the. Yeah, it's totally out. It
1: has to be. The only way you can do it, I mean, many times, many times, you know, Stan would say to me, you need a beating, kid. You need a beating. You need a real beating, you know? And in the beginnings, I didn't understand that. Then, you know, when I got better, I played with better people. I, I got lucky. I played with wrestlers and judo people. Mm. I, I started to understand. I go, holy shit, this, this is this is a beautiful art. Right. This is this. Is all temper you. All, oh, you know, put things back together again instead of being run by emotions.
0: Yeah, I think it would it's know? I think it's something society today definitely needs seeing that they've all gone somewhat insane. Uh, I
1: totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I mean you can even see it in these memes, you know, yeah. where you have you know, uh, playgrounds for children, you know, twenty twenty one and then playgrounds for children, nineteen fifties. It was completely different. You know? <laughs> Oh, my God! Today, if the mothers see all those crazy apparatus, they would—they would say, "Not my kid," you know. You know what? So we have, Yeah,
0: I heard. A- Go ahead. I heard this. I heard this um quite recently. I was watching Chris Rock's latest stand-up uh, uh thing, and then there's this part where he's talking about he took his kids to orientation at the school and. And the headmaster or the vice principal, whatever you call them, um, said, "You know, I don't want you to worry. We have no bullies at our school. We have a no bully policy." And and he was like, "Well, what the fuck is that? I want the bullies. I mean, he's like, the bullies are what 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 teach your kids how to act, how to how to how to behave, you know." And he he actually yeah,
1: we're we're too protected. Yeah. I totally agree with you. We're too protected. We're we we're, we're protecting our kids too much. I mean, I get it. They make you know the. If you look at things, at different uh, views, uh, it all makes sense. But, yeah, we're too protected. And, like, again, Taiji people are overprotected. Right, right. They're afraid. They're afraid of everything. They know everything. That's That's it.
0: Now, that's 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 the other thing you said in that episode, which I really enjoyed. You were like, these people talk like they know, but they don't know what they're talking about. But they talk like they know all about it. And that's just
1: something. Let me tell you, let me tell you This is something that I've I've discovered the last few years. In the last few years, because before that, I I think I knew what I think I knew. You know, I I I when somebody would tell me about my work, I I I I was very confident about what I knew. Now I'm not that confident anymore. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I don't know what I know anymore mm. or if I know anything anymore or if I, what I do is or isn't Tai Chi or what Tai Chi isn't.
2: Mm. But
1: what I do see and why, what I do realize now is, is if I look at people who are less experienced than me, mm. that I think then I know what they're doing wrong, and why they're doing it wrong and and what they should do to make it better. Even though if I ask myself how to improve myself, especially now, you know, that I'm older, there's nobody to train with, I got all my injuries, so I can't really play rough and tough like I used to mm. that that would teach me. See, playing rough and tough teaches you. Mm. But when you got to teach yourself, it's very difficult. Right. And you got to figure out, you know, how to train a certain way to, you know get your strength get your flexibility it becomes harder mm. but I can look back and I can see people who, who are missing things so even though I may not know what's ahead of me mm. I, if I turn around, I see what's behind me and I can tell where people are right. and so that's why when people think that they know and you, you can see them and you can see that they're making mistakes uh, serious mistakes but they, they don't listen because they read, or they understand the English of it, and it makes sense to them mentally, but without the word, yeah. they don't know.
2: Yeah. And
1: I, it's very hard to explain to them that they really don't know, and what they're understanding is wrong, mm. even though it makes sense uh, with the words, or, or how they read it, yeah. or how it's been told them. Mm. But unless they practice, unless they make a million mistakes, Unless they, 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 they get rid of all the mistakes and try different routes and different places and slowly move forward, slowly move forward until what they heard and what they do now it, it comes, you know, a full circle or comes into a point you really don't know. Yeah. And that's hard for all Taiji people. That's why I think Taiji is screwed up now. Yeah. That's why you have so many masters. I mean, how could you have masters? Who never did any tournaments of any kind? I mean, full-contact tournaments. I don't care what it is. It could be karate. It could be could be judo. Could be Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Could be Muay Thai. Yeah. They 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 do forms. Form, form form is not gonna do it. Yeah, it's nothing against. It's just not enough. Yeah, it's just part and, of it.
0: And, it's just part of it.
1: And forms. The problem is forms will lie to you because you lie to yourself. When you make shapes, when you make movements, whatever, you know, you're moving air, mm-hmm. a- a- air is nothing. You can make a lot of mistakes, you'll be pardoned by, by the air. <laughs> but a guy who wants to knock you down, who has experience, he's not air.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: And you'll knock you down, yeah. then you say to myself, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. I thought I understood, I, it made sense, it was logical, but no, there's something when you do it, that completely changes. Yeah. And these 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 people who are all masters now mm. and they're all doing uh, these things on Facebook YouTube uh, Zoom now everybody's teaching yeah, everybody yeah. knows None of them have any competition have it, but I mean by competition you know what I mean the training where, where, where they're both trying to knock their heads off
0: testing pressure testing pressure
1: have that, yeah pressure testing there you go thanks if you don't have pressure testing how could you be an expert yeah yeah. Now, again, we're going back to the Aikido mentality, where there, 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 there is this, um, you know what's happening and you know how to go about it, mm. and what's happening you go about it, it, it's dumbified, it's simplified, yeah. you know, where there's no, it's very easy to do. Right. And if it becomes very easy to do, and then you get good at that, now you, now you think you're getting better. Like, like uh, last year. There's this fellow that I met. I, I used to go to the Spark every once in a while mm. and play, you know, with my friends. And there's this fellow. He's a wonderful guy, great guy, beautiful guy. But he likes to jump uh, Tai Chi. He likes, you know, the uproots, the tifangs, the what, what? There's another name for them. What do you call the fajins? Fuzz. You know, that you see all these um, uh, YouTube things, and that's what he likes, you know. So he's a he's a beautiful man, wonderful guy. So every every once in a while, I play with him. Because I know how to play a little bit that game. I know how to make him jump, make him pop, and you know he he thinks I'm doing it. But the point is, when I play that with him, you know, every once in a while I get drunk myself. (laughs) I say, "Wow, good! I'm really good. I'm really fantastic." And then you know, when I make him pop, or when I catch the timing correctly, or or when, when when I take his route just perfectly that he flies and I don't feel anything and I or I feel a little bit like go, oh, I gotta do it even better even better and I swear to god I get drunk I become like you know I, I feel like uh, I'm like oh I'm fantastic I'm great you know? <laughs> it, it happens automatically yeah and then since again I'm lucky I got a good friend of mine that I play with and we play our way then when I play with him doesn't work <laughs> that stuff <laughs> all of a sudden, and now I gotta get serious. Yeah, because if I make a mistake, he's gonna pop me. Right. So now we get serious, and and I can see why this why you get drunk on these aikido. I call it aikido because I don't know I, I don't have a name mm. for it. But you know these jumps, these uproots. You know they. I, I don't want to mention names. Right. Uh, teachers, of course, right. you know that. But you you've seen them. You know everybody. Mm. Everybody. You know one little finger touch or one this thing, and the guy can't move. And he's he hopping.
0: He's bouncing around
1: you know, and this guy likes them but when I do it with him you know I do it because I like him he's a wonderful guy and he wants to play with me once in a while or he, wa- every once in a while he wants to show me that he's got it better now or he's got to figure it figured out yeah. you know and he goes man I got to." and I do it and nothing changes it's always the same right. but I get drunk mm-hmm. because you know I'm working on on such so little force mm-hmm. and the force is so linear even though he, he doesn't know that he's doing that. And then now I play on timing, I play on on a on, 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 on movement, I I, I, I I try to uh, get the angles going, you know, and he pops so beautifully that I, I, I swear to God, there's a smile on my face and I said, boy, I'm good. <laughs> and I said, man, you're doing it again, you're getting drunk. You know? <laughs> so after I go straight to my friend, I go, bring me back down the <laughs> yeah, right right
0: right, there. right you
1: know i mean it's true so i understand why they get drunk no, and no, why true. they think the it's special
0: have you seen but it isn't. have you seen the i don't know if you've seen the kodokan and the judo curriculum those very very high level um it's almost like partner routines you know um and it's you what
1: oh, do what you, call me? What, 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 what you call me?
0: well it looks kind of like magic you know it's it's it
1: all, Are you talking about the form? Y- you're talking about the form, right?
0: And it's they're considered yeah, the about- high level forms, and it looks like the one guy's just stepping forward and the other guy's falling over. And ha- have you seen those?
1: Well, yeah, but you gotta understand uh, forms in judo. They come after you become a black belt. Well, that's
0: exactly what I was they getting at. The that,
1: that's, the China, the right.
0: So that's exactly so what they, I was getting at.
1: a black belt Yeah. And then from there, you start doing the, um, I forget the names. I haven't been done this in so many years. Mm. Uh, but they, they, they're the self-defense moves. They, 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 there's a name for that. I can't remember. And then from there, yes, then you do the forms. And I remember I, w- I would talk to Stanley about that. he goes, you got to understand, these guys are now in their 70s and their 80s, exactly. you know. What do you expect them to do?
0: Well, you know, for me, I was looking at that because you know, there's a lot of correlation to what you've just said about these Chinese Taiji masters and these people that practice. But the difference is that those judokas have gone through hell.
1: Absolutely, and they—that's the difference. That's the difference. You get the forms are later on. Right. The forms is after you 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 had your career, and you still want to do it. And, you know, you're not going to do Randori all the time because you're old. Yeah. yeah. Yes, then you do the forms. The forms, they, they make sense because you got timing. You've got exactly. position. Exactly. You've got balance. You've got angles. You've got uh, attitude. You've you got uh, intention, attention. Right. Yes, of course. Right. I fully agree with you. Fully agree with you. And, and, you know, Tai Chi can be great. played slow down. Like I said, I play with my friend, you know, uh, we played a, a, a semi down game, but it's still different because our intention and attention is there. Our rooting is there. Our ability to neutralize is there. Any mistakes, I'm going to kill him. Exactly. And he's going to kill me too. It's, not, uh, it's like an in-between game, mm. you know? So, yes, this, the slow game can be played fantastically, but you got to have the experience yeah. of how, how much to put, how much not to put, where to put it, and how to get out of it. But that has to be done when you know that there's something is coming, is real, and it's not um, superficial. Right, right. It has to be deep.
0: So it's as if it has to be. Deep. It's as if a lot of a lot of the practice goes from, you know, step A to step, you know, Z, Z with with Taiji. They've missed all that stuff in the middle. And when I say step A to step I, Z, it's what I'm I'm correlating it to the judo. Progression system, you know. So oh, I
1: think so. I I agree with you because you know first you gotta learn. Let's let's talk about you know simplify. Let's talk about push hands. Mm. First you gotta learn the movements. Then you play the little game th- that gets you going. Mm. But then you gotta eventually with with the rules of um, uh, 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 of uh, you know the the how to unbalance how not to be too linear, uh, how you know all of these. Uh, you put them but they, it's gotta be in the rock'em, sock'em robot world.
0: Okay, yeah. You know,
1: you've got to the, 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 these tools that you've been given, you have to put them in a rock'em, sock'em robot world. Right. Where the guy wants to take your head off. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know how do you make them work? And then, you know, later on when you're older and you have this experience and your, your, your partners have this experience, you can play a slower game but the intensity is still the same. Yeah. Even though it's a slow game, it doesn't have to be fast. It, you, you can take the speed out, but you don't take the concentration. The intent. Out. You don't take the intensity out.
0: The intent, yeah. You don't
1: take the out. And you feel it. You go, oh, Jesus Christ, he's on me. He's almost on my center. Yeah. Even though it doesn't look like he's, but he's precise. Right. And, and he's connected. And the ground is there, you know. Yeah. And then you like, I got to move the right way. And if you don't move, you can't stop that 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 thing moving. It doesn't have to be fast, yeah, yeah, but that's long
0: so that's almost a level I mean, of like that's I, a level of perfection I, at that point,
1: yeah, you know, but again it, 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 you're still not gonna beat the young guys though
0: yeah I know, you, I
1: know. You're fucking, again, we gotta go back to that again the, the, the young guys who compete the rock and suck and robots will get good. At, you're, you, you, just because now you know, and you're not going to beat the young guys.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: But you can still play as an older guy. Right. But the, the game is serious.
2: Yeah. The
1: game, even mm-hmm. though it's not fast and it's not um, fall out in the get-go, mm. it's still serious, concentrated, and it's there. And if you make a mistake, you're going to get caught. If I make a mistake or two, my friend's gonna get me, and if he makes a mistake, I, he's gone. He's gonna get, but he's rude, and you gotta understand that these people are rude, in that. Mm. and now uproot them is not that easy. Yeah. To 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 take the balance off a guy who knows how to do it is not that easy. Yeah, but he gets them from having played with people who do that. Like my friend, when I first met him, I met him ten years ago or something. He was terrible. Mm. He was terrible, you know, he, he was supposed to be the best in the park, but he was terrible. And there's a video of me and him playing. Mm-hmm. He was terrible. I, the, I show now, oh, I got to be very careful you <laughs> know, because we play. We play and he's very smart. He's very bright. He's deep, you know. So now, obviously, we haven't played in because of COVID. Right. But, you know, when we play now... Oh, we're very serious. Uh, maybe the first thirty seconds we're not that serious, mm-hmm. you know. But then we inch closer. We inch closer. He gets closer to me, and that—and I don't mean that physically. I mean his 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 force gets closer to my to center. your center. Oh, I get—that's what I'm talking right. about. But he gets close. and when he gets so close, oh, now, now we're serious. now it's dangerous. Because now I can't. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. I can't. I won't be able to stop him, mm. or he won't be able to stop me. And then it lasts about 20, 30 seconds. You know, then boom, then we get sick. <laughs> and then we sweat. We, we, we Because then if he's good, if he's hard to unbalance, if he's hard to make him make a false move, or make him assume that something is happening while you're actually doing something else, mm. or you're preparing something you know, that's, then that, that's the game. Or like sometimes we laugh. You you see him trying to do something and I laugh at him and I say, hey, you ain't going there. There's no way you're going. And he starts laughing because, he, you know, now we know. both you know. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: that came from training, mm. you know. Um, this ability that I have now, even though it's an old guy, all busted. you know, I can still do this slow down version because I can get to your center. Yeah. I can find your center. Mm. And I and I and, and and before you move, before you move, I already feel your center mode. So I'm I just get out of the way from your center. Yeah. I'm not that much interested, you know. Well, yeah. Unless you're you're equal to me, then then, then we both got to be serious because you know when two players are equal, then you got to be serious all the time. But if there's a little disparity, you know, between uh, experience, yeah, you you can fool around a little bit, you know. Yeah. But that's after yeah. you, you. You need you need the hard work. You you, you need a guy who wants them to knock your head off. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not the right way to say it because you know you have rules in judo. You got rules. Uh, kickboxing. You have rules. Brazilian jiu jitsu. You have rules. You, you put rules in there. You know for safety reasons. Right. But then you know you go all out. You gotta go all out.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's kind of it.
0: No, I agree fully with everything you've just said, and and I mean I. I I kind of, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but over the years, because now we've got that period where you went to the, the Chen village, you came back to the States, you started, uh, you started trying to promote this method and trying to see if it would get more people interested. There'd be more people training hard, training in this mentality, regularly competing within their own schools and maybe even uh, on an outside basis if it got set up because it grows, etc. But that didn't happen, did it?
1: No, with me, they're not. And and I've seen Taiji going getting less and less and less. Mm. I don't see any tournaments. I don't see anybody interested in it. I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I just, outside, that's why I mentioned the the Andorca thing, mm. because these are the only guys who are doing it, and I believe they're doing it in, I don't know, what's it called, Sanda? Do I have that right? Yeah, the, yeah. The kickboxing, the Chinese boxing, I'm not sure what the names yeah, are. Yeah, Sanda. You know? He's the only one who's doing that, that I know of, mm. you know. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I don't want nobody to get insulted by me. or But that's why I like them. That's why when I met him, oh, Jesus Christ, that was great. Right. And so I went for a while, I talked to one of the students. Again, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I understand what you're saying. Right. So outside of them, I don't know anybody who's doing anything mm. in Taiji. I don't.
0: So what, did, what happened with you after that? I mean, did you just kind of stop teaching or... Uh, what happened with your personal, your personal, you know, path after, after?
1: Well, it's, it's a long one. It has to do with the market crash.
0: I'm sure that's connected yeah. to everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. When the market crashed, I lost my business. It's a long story, mm. you know. And I got angry at the world and me. I couldn't sleep. Blah blah blah. Mm. So I decided to go to Europe. Okay. And when I went to Europe, because, you know, I wanted to see old families Mm. and stuff like that and get my head straight. But then I get this crazy cockamamie idea of teaching in Europe. Mm -hmm. And I met these Italian people. And uh, like I said, we were like 15, 20 in the beginning, but then we ended up, like it always happens, four or five. But they were good, you know, Mm. for three, four years, Mm. maybe four to five years closer. They did everything I asked them of. They did everything, everything. We worked two and a half hours, three to four times a week. They never said no. They never said no. So I stayed in Italy for uh, for uh, that long. And then, you know, I ended up in Spain. But in Spain, there was, you know, I couldn't find that interest. Mm-hmm. But I was teaching, you know, I was with the wife. I was teaching in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I, I started a little Taiji yoga. I used to be into yoga, believe it or
0: not. Oh, wow. Uh, Rehab. Because
1: it's hard work. Real yoga is hard, yeah. you know? And I was lucky enough to have met a teacher who was uh, an excellent yoga. He'd kill you. You, you couldn't do his class. Oh, really? I mean, it was so hard. It was so hard. It was really hard, you know? And uh, so I started teaching yoga and Tai Chi in Spain Yeah. Uh, because, I don't know, I figured maybe my life now is in Europe. Uh-huh. Uh, but then uh, you know the world gets in the way, <laughs> and uh, about a year or so ago, I decided to come back uh, in the states. Ah, so you've only and, been back you know, a year that, or
0: so, back in in the states. Yeah,
1: hey, I've only been back uh, a year or so, wow. maybe tops two, tops two.
0: Wow. Uh, where were
1: you so in I, I Where were you in Italy? in Italy? In Italy, I was a. a, a place called La Spezia. Okay. It's very close to Genova, ah. But I was there because of these guys, you know, these guys who became friends and, uh, you know, they did everything I asked them. They they never said no. I mean, you know, they beat the shit out of each other, you know, <laughs> and I love, I mean, I love everything I could think of, you know, I, I, I would let them do it. And they never said no. And they got really, really strong. They got really, really thick. They got real I mean, and when I met them, they, they, they were like, you know, I don't know. They were like maybe a, every, every every one of them was like a hundred and forty pounds, mm. hundred and thirty pounds. You know, now two of them are over two hundred pounds. One of them is over one hundred and ninety pounds. Jeez. You know, I mean, they got really thick, really strong. I mean, they became bulls. Yeah, not. Technically good, you know. They, they, the, the, technicality is not as it, it didn't go up with their ability to be bulls, you know. <laughs> but they're very good. They're, they're, they're fantastic. They, they, uh, no one. I mean, I don't know how, uh, anyone who could probably best them. Wow. I I would, I, would, uh, I would, In Europe, nobody can best them and and call it this this wrestling because uh, I, I like I like to call my push hands a mixture of sumo and greco roman okay okay that's you know it's you know what it would look like on the outside right people on the inside you know what's coming uh, the skills this skills, for their, sure you know that there's, the there's the ability to not not, not to let his weight let his force land fully on you mm. how to get under him how to you get them off balance. That, that that's there that's there you know
0: but I, for people interesting i see that yeah i mean the way that you've just described it is quite interesting because i mean my background uh, you might know a little bit i did work for the international wushu federation for quite a while and 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 i've left i mean many reasons for that um particularly the direction it was going but uh in terms of the competitive side of things but at some point, we were having this discussion about trying to create some form of push hands competition to put it on as an official event, and I remember, I remember a a couple of the Chinese teachers that were teaching outside of China for many years, and we were discussing this uh, this idea, and it was as if I was talking like we were talking two different languages. I mean, okay, we were speaking in the same language, but. Sure. Sure, sure. But but the idea was this that I mean the, the first thing out of the mouth was like yes but we've got to make sure that these people are taiji people that enter the push hands competitions because we don't want judo players to enter and I'm like what is that
1: that's the first thing right there you want the judo player you want the wrestler you want to beat them up this is your game that's what they i said to, you, to them I, I couldn't you want to. Uh, you want to show them that, that when you're in my house It's a different game, you know, and that's that's what I used to do when I used to go to judo, you know, when I used to go to judo, I was humble, you know, I mean, you know, I knew that they were better than me, but I made them work. But But when they came to us, they would work. Well, this
0: is the mentality problem. This is exactly the mentality problem. I just looked at the guy and I said, well, first of all, they're going to abide by your rules. Yes or no? Yes. I said, so why do you care where the guy comes from? No, no, we don't want judo people to come here and the beat everybody. I said if they're beating you, there's something wrong with your Taiji. It's that simple.
1: Uh, I know what I've been going through for the last 20 plus years. <laughs> what I've been banging my head on for the past 20 plus yeah. years. This exact sense.
0: And you don't this see it the exactly other way around, is-
1: though. The, the states with yeah. with, with, with uh, tournament promoters telling them they're crazy. But they kept telling me I was crazy. No, no, so you're, you're definitely
0: not. You know, at the end of the day, you don't see you don't see that problem the other way around. You'll see judo people, that's, wrestlers, that's... go into other formats and 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 succeed. They'll go into
1: absolutely. Yeah. You can be whoever you want to be, judo, and you go and you enter a judo tournament. You, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, like you say, you you gotta follow the rules of judo. And then you can do whatever you want. Restless go there, Brazil. And like right now, Brazilian jiu jitsu go to judo, judo go to Brazilian yeah. jiu jitsu. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. You want people. Yeah. You want bodies, and you want strong bodies. You want experienced bodies. You want bodies that that do things that you maybe can't do or can't do well. Well,
0: well ironically,
1: iron- I people. Yeah. Yeah. No, you
0: can't live in your bubble. That's- I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, ironically, after your, your time in, in the Chen village, I don't know if you've seen, if you've seen how the toy show movement, you probably don't really know what happened, particularly within the Chen village and their, their sport toy show movement, which they try to make a little bit more professional, you know, and, uh, ironically, they started learning methods from shuaijiao and shuaijiao people started learning methods from judo people. So you've got this trickling down that came into...
1: All I know, all I know is this. I found out later on by, by, by one of these uh, Taiji teachers. He's a famous guy. Excuse me. I, I, I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. And he told me that after I won, they, they stopped uh, letting foreigners compete with the Chinese people so now when farmers go there they, they have their own separate tournament
0: thing mm. well
1: so so there you go you can't play with, with them anymore and I'm not gonna lie to you after a while I didn't I did see some uh, this is just pure ego on my side ah. and it's not real but I I, I don't mind believing it <laughs> I believe that they changed because of it. No, no, I
0: think they did. I think you're actually, you're onto something there for sure.
1: Now, I'll admit it, it's pure ego. If it's not true, it doesn't matter, and I couldn't care less. But they did change a little Mm. bit. I saw them doing some throws and doing some different kinds of pushes. Exactly. And I I like to believe. If it's not true, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean,
0: you said it earlier too. Why do we go and train and get smashed so we can change and improve ourselves, right? So, you know, when a foreigner comes along and beats you in your own art, you start to think, what's he doing that I'm not doing and how can I fix it? And so, of course, there was an effect. Of course, there was.
1: Yeah, but then you made a mistake. But if it's true what this teacher said, now the the foreigners can play with the with the law so that's real
0: ego that's, getting in the way of development and that's exactly the same yeah. mentality as these people that I was talking about when they're like we don't want people from judo or wrestling to come in I thought like, you know what are you talking about what are you talking about you know that's just silly you're gonna you know there's no point in being a big fish in a little pond I mean that's just stupid really and then being happy about it you know so.
1: Well, no, because I, I and besides, you know, uh, the, these these Taiji people in China, they they, they, they could they could have a, a great product. Yeah, they could. And they're not they're not building it, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could have a tournament every three months instead of every year, right, you know. Right. But you you know, you got to build the people. Look what happened here. I mean, look at the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
0: Exactly. There.
1: They came. They came. Let, let's say United States. I mean, they took over the world. It doesn't. But let's say United States. They came here. They beat everybody up. And what happened? Everybody joined them and everybody got better. Uh, Technically, jiu-jitsu is much better now than it was when it was in Brazil. Everybody says that. I'm not saying it. I wouldn't dare say, you know... to think that I know more than they do, but they say it. No, it's They true. are saying it. Oh, Jesus Christ, you know, uh, when I was in Brazil and, and the days of Brazil, yes, we were tough, we were there. but now, oh, these guys are unbelievable. They, they're great. Yep. So, you know, the, 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 the skill of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu players uh, uh, is triple, yeah. quadruple. Huh? Why? Because there's a, you know, welcome sign. Right. You know, instead of, you know, closed the, uh, and you know you can only do things our way and yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: badly anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, let's face it. It's it was bad. And, uh, same thing with Taiwan. You know, Taiwan hasn't gotten any better.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, I don't. I'm not. You know, and I, I, Taiwan. I think the reason why you know I, I don't mind saying that because it's it's mostly you know the the the, the young the young style. You know, where the Chen village is the Chen style. I'll pick on anybody. I don't yeah. care. So the. the, the styles in taiwan then they're, they're not doing it any better yeah. because the, the, the mentality is closed too Ooh. i mean i would i mean if i had the power in taiwan i'd say put a put the late high table there throw people out and you know uh, make it get rid of some uh the rules that don't make sense yeah
0: for sure you know
1: let a little bit and they'll get better yeah. and they'll get better but they're not doing that because the teachers don't know. So now that the teachers don't now know. that you're
0: back in the but, states, are you looking to further develop this?
1: No, 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 no. I mean, in, in my head, I would still love to do mm. it, but I don't see how. Mm. In uh, uh, actually, before COVID, I was actually thinking of going back to judo really? just to train, ah. not to do anything, cause I missed, uh, because I missed. Because I, I don't see it. I, 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 I If I failed in 20 20 years, uh, what, tomorrow I'm going to be successful? Again, with my mentality and the Taiji mentality, the Taiji crowd, which is all, uh, I don't see it. Uh, I mean, I would love to, I mean, I love teaching. I swear to God, uh, what a joy, what a joy Mm. too. But, you know, if nobody comes, (laughs) where's the joy? So actually, before COVID, I was thinking of going back to judo. Mm. You know, I mean, I have to do a couple of operations. Uh, to get a little more competitive with them, right. but uh, I don't see how. I, nobody likes what I do. That's basically as I see it. I mean, they may like it, but they don't like to do it. Yeah. Well, you I'm know? sure you're gonna have the
0: same. You're gonna have the same ratio. I mean, there are definitely are gonna be some people that like it and are willing to to to, to do it. So I don't know how many that will yeah. be, but for sure you'll you'll get some people. So.
1: In New York, are very expensive. You can't you can't get four people and pay pay the price. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. No, besides the young people now, you know, you got this MMA, you got Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, they're 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 the kings right now. Yeah, and I don't blame. Them. They 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 have a better product. Well- And they do it better. Well, they
0: haven't been blocking things either. You see, this is another problem I I found with with the environment here in China specifically. I remember speaking to a high official because, look, in China, like the way the ministry works is like different sports are under different uh, departments. And the Chinese Wushu Association and that group manages quite a few uh, combat sports. And it's not just Chinese martial arts. And it's quite interesting because I remember years ago, must have been... 10 years ago, maybe more, one of the officials told me that Dana White actually came to China to meet with them to start, you know, promoting MMA here and to start getting things going in terms of a league or competitions and and, and whatever. And it was more over 10 years ago. And uh, the guy just told me with a straight face and a giggle he's like he just sat there and told Dana White. There's no way we'll allow MMA to begin in China. And it had nothing to do with a problem with MMA. It was had to do with they wanted to promote their thing and stop something else. Now that mentality left China behind. So now they're playing catch up with the rest of the world where MMA and all of these things are so well developed, you know, and, and, and the combat arts here, like had they taken MMA and introduced it to Sunday athletes, maybe 15 years ago, man, I'm telling you, there'd be quite a few champions out of China that were in the UFC today, but because they deliberately blocked it and, and it's like they've been left behind. It's really a problem. So
1: yeah, I agree with you. I think you're making sense. I I, I agree that there, 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 there is a problem uh, with this Kung Fu mentality, mm. you know, that uh, somehow... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't have the answers, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good value in the Chinese martial arts traditional uh, systems. Like like I said, this is, this is the point I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that you'll come in here and MMA is going to take over. No, I'm saying... Look at what look Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is a result of uh, taking the Japanese uh, art that was taught to them and then adding ideas and concepts to it to create something over time now Chinese martial arts there's so there is a there is a rich history of practice of different styles and and I don't like to say like a lot of people yeah that won't work in the ring no there's a lot of stuff in each of these systems that have value and had that opportunity been here, like we were talking earlier about competition and an avenue for some of those skills to come out, maybe they would have come out. And you might have seen a very different development in in in, um, in the influence that Chinese martial arts has on, for example, what we understand in MMA and its curriculum and the way people fight and techniques that are used, etc. But, but because it was blocked, that opportunity is not there. So... You know, it's it's sad, but it, it you know we are it is what it is. What can we do?
1: Absolutely, like you said before, the word you use is perfect. Pressure testing. Yeah,
0: yeah for sure.
1: That's the thing that's lacking. That's the only thing that's lacking. I got no problem with kung fu and the varieties of, of what they do, and they don't. You don't have to change. Just yeah. pressure. Just pressure test, Just right. pressure test your arm. Right. And if a and, 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 doesn't matter who tests you. It doesn't matter if it's a judo guy, this guy, or that guy, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, UFC guy. It doesn't matter. If you get pressure tested, your art will get better. Look, yeah. I think of myself as a Taiji guy. Mm. Why? I, don't care. I mean, I don't care, you know, let's say I was younger, I did judo, or I did some, some karate, you know. I didn't care. I still think of myself as a Taiji guy.
2: Wow.
1: I, I, I don't want to. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to change. I. I I'm comfortable right. thinking of myself right. as a tai Chi guy. I'm comfortable. I'm happy with it. Anybody ask me, I do Taiji I mean, I remember the old days when I would do some judo. I would because you know in judo you can go to many schools. Nobody bothers. You pay the fifteen dollars and that's it. You pay the mat fee and it's over. Right. And many many people say, "I'm a Taiji guy." I had no problem saying that, yeah. and they didn't care. They were happy. And if I could show them something, they were happy. And then when I asked, them, they were happy to show me something. Yeah. There was no problem. Pressure testing. There's no problem with all these uh, uh, Chinese uh, different styles. They were all great.
0: Yeah. Well, we had the You have the same. You have the same culture in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You can just walk into a gym and say, "Can I join the class today?" Yeah. Just sign there. Do that. And it's, anybody.
1: It's i'm gonna understand i'm a little bit before brazilian jiu-jitsu you know because it was so so i say judo yeah. you know because uh am well, a little bit before that yeah but you know you go you know i remember we go to my friends oh, let's go to jersey we'll go to jersey and we'll go to jonesca school we would go to brooklyn uh we go to sheena school yeah. we would go to manhattan we go to matsumura school yeah. just just pay just pay the math fee nobody cares. yeah yeah. Just make and, and, and then you, you you did the class and you did the randori and you did the groundwork and then you go home right. nobody right. cares right. No. but in Taiji you, you can't come to me I can't come to you mm. uh, this is secret this is different you got the Wu style you got the Yang style you got the Chen style right. and everybody's confused they're protective but confused yeah. yeah. and I agree it's all great I got nothing against Chen Yang if you pressure test you, you, you're you going to get benefits out of it. Oh, then you're it. going to become great. You're going to become good at it. And then you say, I'm a Wu Tai Chi guy. Good for you. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I got no problem with any styles. The only problem I got with Tai Chi people is that they don't train, they don't practice, they don't pressure test, and then they get drunk. Okay. Because I know about drunk a little yeah. bit. They get drunk of a little technique that they know, What little games or tricks that they've learned, you know, probably on a superficial level. Yeah. But it feels so good, it looks so good, it's it's like, wow, you know? And they get drunk on that, and then they don't want to do anything else. One, because they think that they're good at that and they're drunk. Two, uh, fear comes into play. Yeah. Because when you tell them, you know, well, once you do this, oh, I, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. It's a little fear. But damn, this shit is, is to, to put your fear in control or to, to at least... Uh, uh, work with fear, you know, not to be afraid too much of fear, you know, uh, to say, okay, I'm afraid, let me go there. Right. You right. know, but if you don't pressure test, then fear will always win.
0: For sure. And
1: will always, and it has great excuses. Uh, my knee, my nose, uh, I didn't sleep well, I got a fight here, or I don't know, I got to work, my fingers hurt, you know, <laughs> fear. Yeah, fear, oh my god, I know about fear, man, because, you know, I've been through it, I know it all, like I said, I may not know what's ahead of me, but I know what's behind yeah. me, you know, all the tricks, all the excuses, all the shortcuts, I tried them all, none of them worked, yeah. none of them, none of them, and I know all the excuses.
0: Very true. Right? Yeah.
1: Why? Because I live them, because I'm smart. <laughs>
0: So, now that you're back in the states I mean if somebody wanted to learn from you would you be willing if they contacted you is there a way to contact you to, if, if 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 somebody's interested in uh,
1: well no I, I, right now I have no, no way no way for anybody to contact me unless you know Facebook I guess you know if they, say, they see Mario hey Mario but they, they would have to be young I, I I don't I don't know if I want to do old people right now uh-huh. they would have to well, actually, uh, yeah, that would have to be young. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I want to do my old way, and I miss it. And uh, and uh, like I said, in the last twenty years, I simplified so much. Right. I made it easier and easier and easier that I I, I can't do that anymore. Right. So I I mean, you know, anybody who wants to really train, you know, bring bring another guy because you know you guys they they, they got to beat each other. <laughs> this is not a. No, you know what I'm I know saying? What you mean. saying? you come. Yeah. Like in the kung fu movies, you come and the teacher tells you, and you do a form, and you become great. No, if you want to come to me, you better have a body to train with and beat each other up mm. uh, nicely, not badly. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I Beat each other up. You know? Judo people beat each other up, and then the, the next day they go to work. The Brazilian people next day they go. To work. I mean, every you know, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: totally, totally.
1: If you're willing to do that, I I I love to, but you know, I have no way. Today, for them to contact me at a special place or anything
0: like that. Well, what we'll I mean, face, what we'll do is, I mean, after the show, I mean, I'll, after the recording, will I'll get whatever whatever relevant details you want to make be made public in case anybody wants to contact you, whether they want to email you or whatever you're open to, and you just see how it goes from there. I mean,
1: I, well, email be good, email or Facebook. That's all I got all right. because I have nothing all
0: else. All right, and and now that you're back in the states, do you feel that? <laughs> I mean what a time to return you have said you've just been back around 2 years and it's basically been a year and a half of covid and uh, election and this insanity and that insanity you must are you regretting coming going back or not
1: uh, it's a long story that's another issue so Ah okay <laughs> we won't we'll go into that, that. So, I mean, because <coughs> it's a new chapter
0: Okay good All right. well, I hope it's a successful chapter. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to share. Um, I think uh, it's been really interesting hearing your perspective, your history, which is really important, and your mentality, which I think is equally important. Um, But is there anything else you'd like to cover that we haven't covered? Uh, Not
1: that I know of. I mean, you know, uh, I'm following you, like I said to you before. I, I didn't even... No, I had this in me. Of course know? you do. So,
0: of course you do. You've got experience, like you said. You know what's behind you, and uh, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, of just just. Well, these 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 podcasts are just supposed to be people talking what they want to
1: talk. So. Exactly. I, you know, I, I said of this. I don't have anything else to say. Like I said, since I'm out of Taiji, it's hard to to think of certain mm. things. You know, and I, and I don't want to feel. I uh, don't like I'm. Uh, I'm a teacher telling people what to do. The only thing I think I wanted to say was that, uh, you know, uh, the pressure. The pressure testing is, I think, the most important thing that's lacking in Taiji. And I wish Taiji people would uh, uh, do something about
0: that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, it's been an honor to talk to you today. It's been a, a really good discussion. I had a great time. I mean, the time has flown. I can't believe it's already an hour and 45 minutes. I don't want to take up your whole night either. So...
1: It's been a long day, I thought. It was <laughs> a long day today.
0: Well, thank you so much for doing this, and uh, we'll be in touch, and uh, keep well out there. Stay safe.
1: Uh, you take care. You have a good uh, day, my All friend.
0: right, thank you so much. Bye-bye.